welcome to the Give Them Something to Talk About podcast brought to you by She Tribe. Hi, guys. We're back. Just like a bad ex, we show up. (laughs) We show up exactly when you're about to get over us. Oh, my gosh. The LC reference with her and Jason is just it's as relevant as it was 12 years ago. You know what I mean? It is never not relevant. Always thinking about the Laguna Beach references in my day to day. Hope, what is going on? How are you? Um, Well, guys, as I've mentioned on previous podcasts, I am a seasonal basic, and the biggest time I come out is the fall. So as you recall, the first level of basicness is to have every pumpkin-flavored drink or food. So we're way past that now. We're in second stage, which is finding every single activity that is overpriced but essential in the fall. So this weekend, I'm going to a corn maze. Mm -hmm. Don't want to brag. It's the biggest one in the state of Illinois. And then next week, I'm going to go to a haunted house because do I want to- You are? I never do it. But you know what? YOLO. I'm 30. It's a different decade. I didn't even know haunted houses existed during COVID. Uh, well, I think you can wear- Okay, that's actually a very valid point. And also, I will pee my pants intentionally. And with a mask, when you scream, does it feel like you're suffocating? I guess I guess everyone's wearing a mask anyway because yeah. they're like all in uniform. I, I don't- I guess it- <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh, wait. I saw something about Instagram on that. That's like, oh no, it was um, Troy Kennedy, who we love. He did a skit on the different holidays, like Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween. And they turned him and was like, Halloween, this is going to be a big year for you because everyone's (laughs) already wearing masks already. No, it's Halloween's time to shine. I've never been like a big Halloween girl, but I think that... In the COVID era, it, it just makes sense. No, it does. Let's all get outside. Let's freeze our asses off. Let's get subpar candy, like runts and like disgusting, you know, those like caramels your grandma has. <laughs> like, not like not Werther's. Those are quite quality. No, those are so good. No, they're so good. It's the soft ones that are sick. I mean, I'm down for some free. I honestly, like, I feel like this day and age, people are giving out hummus and carrots. <laughs> At least if you go to like Brentwood, California. Uh Uh-huh. Wait, Allie, did you ever get a toothbrush when you were trick-or-treating? No, but that's so funny. Did you? (laughs) Yes. They were sealed. And of course, the people who were handing it out were like, you're going to need this. It's like, chill out. I'm six years old. (laughs) I'm dressed as a child bride. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. No, I like kick them in the balls. You're basically (laughs) at that height. You're like... God damn it. So many missed opportunities, but enough about me, Allie. What's going on with you? Oh, not that much. Honestly, I just go into these phases where I binge mm-hmm. TV and mm-hmm. it's like, it takes up everything that's in my, <laughs> like, all I think about is the show, you know? <laughs> like when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, ooh, do I have like 20 minutes to fit in some of this episode? It's sick. I, you know, do you ever get on those crazy binges where like, it's all you think about or are you Um, just like, or or are you normal? No, absolutely not. And I binged Emily in Paris in one day. And then I felt nostalgia for those characters. Like I wanted them back in my life. So I went on YouTube and looked up compilations. Yeah. My life has just been a lot of TV. I go through phases where I read a lot and then I basically stop reading for X amount of months just binge TV and then I go back and forth. Um, I also, as we're speaking, I feel the top of my mouth, I guess the top, yeah, peeling because right before this, I felt the need to eat a breakfast sandwich as it was, 
incredibly hot. And I don't know, I, I'm not one to wait for food to cool down. I must torture myself, burn the top of my, the roof of my mouth before I feel, um, where I feel satisfied. So yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not well. No. And I remember vividly, I used to make lean pockets before we knew they would literally <laughs> kill you. <laughs> and I had the cheese and broccoli one because why not? And that cheese got so damn hot. No. Like burned your lips. <laughs> Everything. I'm in so much pain right now. <laughs> it's like, I, oh I don't know. Gosh. I feel the top of my it's disintegrating. It, I feel everything just melting mm-hmm. and passing on. Yeah. Um, I also do that with tortilla chips. I can't eat them slowly. So I just put like a whole handful in my mouth. And then especially when you have scoops, that hard ridge just completely just jacks up the roof of my mouth. And I don't stop. I just keep eating. Because <laughs> once you've done it, you're like, who cares? I'm already in this. You know what I mean? I can stay a while. Yeah. You know? Well, <laughs> get comfortable. But yeah, besides that, I mean, it's just been a minute since we've done a podcast and quite literally nothing has changed. So (laughs) let's just talk about what's going on in our minds. What's going on in the world of hope? Um, Okay. Well, this is probably revolutionary for 2% of the population. The other 98% probably already knows this. Okay, before I go on, Allie is literally touching the roof of her mouth. She's doing a quick tap check. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Anywho, I was following, you know, one of the 12 skincare influencers on Instagram, and I learned this trick, and maybe tick, that when you're putting on lotion or anything on your face, you should not be pulling down on your cheeks or rubbing lotion down on your neck because it apparently promotes sagginess. And I already have a (laughs) saggy chin, so I need to just get ahead of that. So you're supposed to take your moisturizer, start at the bottom of your neck, and then brush it up, and then start at your chin and brush her up. Thank you so much. You know what? (laughs) Everything is saggy these days, so let's talk about (laughs) another thing that sags that I've found a way to control. I, okay. I found these shorts and leggings <laughs> that are incredible because they are maternity. Oh, that is an unkept secret that women, I feel devastated that I had to be 29 to realize everything I own should be maternity clothes. Yeah. Why should it be limited to no. women that are carrying another life? Why no. can't other women who just are eating good and need some backup, why can't we have oh some extra God. support in my FUPA region? <laughs> Honestly, the thing that, okay, have I accidentally bought maternity wear? Yes, I bought an oversized white t-shirt that I really liked the rouging on until I realized the rouging was there for an expanding belly. (laughs) Now I actively seek out maternity clothes because Allie turned me on to them. You know what I like? They're high-waisted. So I'm wearing a workout short. I don't have to worry about the little, you know, the the abs waiting in action to be formed are spilling over. You know what I mean? Exactly. And obviously, you know. We have incredible bodies over here. Yeah, we but do. it just adds a. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. <laughs> it adds a little extra support that we all could use right now no, during we, a trying time. <laughs> no, during a trying time. Target maternity. If you are listening, we will be sponsors for your brand. <laughs> they really are uh, holding themselves back in the marketplace. They need to yeah. start expanding their audience, no, and uh, I, we're here for it. Yeah, get them while they're young, you know, before they're even pregnant, so that when they are pregnant, 
Okay, well, also, this is a pressing question that I wish we could do a live poll about. Now that we're in COVID and we're not going out, do fall boots still exist? Yes or no? I know. Like, are we supposed to be shopping? What is, <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. It's unclear. Well, you have to walk your dog. So, yes, I you do. need to get out of the house and have something yeah. to to throw True. on. But yeah. fall boots are such a short-lived, like it, it goes from summer to fall for three seconds and then winter. So you actually are so right. And I still don't, and I have great booties that are, you know, mid calf, well, lower than mid calf. And I don't know how to transition them. I can only wear them in fall. I can't wear them with a dress. Do you know what I mean? Like the look does not translate. It's that, like one that season That entire wear. influencer look does not work in Chicago because you'll be no. freezing. No, you will, yeah, you will pass away. And, but I have, <laughs> I have fashionable boots because I'm Trey chic and I'm like, do I just put them on to walk around the house? Yes, you do. Okay. Until okay. it gets slippery out and then you will again, pass away if you oh fall gosh. on the ice. Wait. Also, I apologize. Every time I keep coughing, I sound like a 90 year old chain smoker, <laughs> but, uh, and I'm, I'm well guys, my health is fine, but I just have a bit of a cough. She has a bit of a cough. And also what is devastating is I bought a pair of Marc Jacob books boots hashtag Poshmark and I was wearing them out in Chicago one day it was a little slippery there was some frost and you never really realize how little traction your boots have until you're walking on ice and then it becomes abundantly clear that you should turn around and go home you, you can't continue the day Chicago winters are actually epic if you're one of the immature people like me who laughs when people fall like I'm not <laughs> laughing I I'm not necessarily laughing like if you got hurt I'd feel terrible but I am a person that laughs when I feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. when someone falls is like one of the one of the top times that I feel uncomfortable I actually have a story for you guys I went to great America six flags when I was like 10 years old and it was fright fest so it was spooky season spooky yeah uh, and I was getting chased. I live for that shit. Like I was getting chased by one of the zombies or the people in uniform. And I, because I was getting chased, it kind of like opened this path for me and people were looking, they're like, what the hell is going on? And first of all, that's humiliating. Why was I doing that? Um, but I took a tumble, I tripped and not only did I fall, but I rolled, I log rolled for a solid five seconds. And everyone is like, oh, mm-hmm. like, you know, feeling humiliated for me as yeah. if I didn't feel it enough. And I'll never get past that moment because I was mm-hmm. with a group of friends and they don't let me get past it because they're fuckers. Ooh. But falling is just one of those scarring things that you remember all the times you've fallen in public and people saw. Um, Allie, when I was a freshman at BU, I didn't get the whole premise that the salt that was on the ground, just so you guys know, I'm from California. I'm not like completely dumb, but I'm a little (laughs) bit. Um, I didn't realize the salt they put on the ground could get stuck like in crevices in your shoe. So I was on the T, their public transportation, and I had rain boots on, which is what everyone wore when it was in like deathly snow. And I was leaning back because I was tired. And all of a sudden, my boots slid. So... They slid out in front of me. I am falling down. When you're falling, the natural reaction is to just grab whatever is around yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So any, the only thing that was around me was this 
large man's pants. <laughs> so I literally reached out for them. They did not provide a stable support. I still fell down. And that group of friends, it was a long train ride, kept being like, damn, I thought that bitch fainted. Are you okay? <laughs> and I'm literally 10 yards away from them. Like, it's not like they're speaking way in the front of the train. I am reliving No, these sir, stories. I am alive and I can hear you and <laughs> Please. talk off. Oh my, I will never, ever forget. And now I always check my boots to see if there's salt in them because that's a one-time thing. I can't do it again. You well, know? in the loop, like there's these businessmen and businesswomen passing out everywhere you look. It's... It's quite comical and also quite devastating, but okay, I have one more story to share. It was okay. turnabout, like Sadie Hawkins yes. type of dance, uh, sophomore year. Mm -hmm. And of course I grew up in Chicago. So it was, I think in like a, in February. Mm -hmm. So it was freezing and slippery. And I was running late to pictures. You know how you take pictures with your oh, friends? Yep. Okay. So thank the Lord. It was just the girls there at the time that I showed up, but I was late and they were all starting to take pictures. And so I did one of those like, wait, wait, wait. Cause I was running through the door and in heels mm -hmm. in my friend's like foyer of her house mm -hmm. in front of a picture that was being taken. No, I no. not only well in heels, I run in the middle of the picture. My legs get taken <laughs> up from under me. I do like a freaking 360 backflip in front of all these people dying not to mention all the people taking the pictures it was i will never live that down mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. my and only saving grace is that the dates weren't there yet oh that is mortifying but is that picture still around can it resurface i all the pictures right after that you could just see my skin is beet red because oh, i no. have an issue letting things go uh <laughs> so i was basking in my embarrassment for probably probably a few years after that night <laughs> But obviously we are very um, stable and can quick, we have resilience except when it comes to falling. And Practice resilience. Yeah. <laughs> Practice freaking resilience. Um, another, okay, actually this is a stunning update that because I am a McDonald's influencer, you might not know yet, but I just received word that they are bringing back their cinnamon rolls. And I don't know how to tell you that I have a McDonald's eh, probably like three-fourths of a mile away. Also, I have no idea what that means. I think it's three-fourths. It could be two. It's on, yeah. we don't understand direction. Yeah. But they're cinnamon rolls. They used to be in square shapes. They were incredible. They were like Cinnabon-esque. Like these aren't premium barefoot Contessa rolls, but they are, they How get big? the job done. How big? Like they used to be in a, like a, think of a, like a 10-piece chicken nugget box and yeah. they used to fill that box. Well, oh. apparently they got complaints, so now they're coming up with the spirals, which is even better shape oh my God. than a square. And they have not allowed me to release the date, and that's because I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have so many updated. questions. No, I know. <laughs> one, how good is it from scale of one to ten? Like, okay. is it is it an eleven or is it? Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a five. Okay. Think about how you feel about Baskin Robbins ice cream. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's not I don't... terrible, but like. It's not great. Okay, so did you ever go to Cinnabon? Oh, uh, yeah. Also, <laughs> when I used to fly to Ohio for work, there was one in the Ohio airport. And I would say I had to go to the bathroom because I was always with a group of people. And so I could get away from them. And then I would go to Cinnabon and get like the extra large cinnamon roll and just eat it by myself before I, I made it over. It is the equivalent to crack. I I've <laughs> never had something better than a Cinnabon cinnamon roll. No, I know. 
Can we play a little game? Okay. First of all, can you give Cinnabon a, a rating and then McDonald's mm -hmm. a rating so I know what we're working with? Yeah. I like to do one to five because it's just seven. There's too much margin for error. I will say <laughs> Cinnabon. Okay. But we have to talk about the class. The class of like good, like like just like comfort food, if you will, Cinnabon is a five. It, it's just a five. There's no way of getting around it. It's the smell. It's the texture of the roll. Yeah. It's the icing flavor. It's the, like, yeah, that's, that's the whole package. So if I had to compare McDonald's in that same category, I would give it a two. Oh, so it's not that good, but you're just happy no. because it's convenient. It's very accessible. Whereas like, <laughs> why would I go to a store and take the extra two minutes to get a can of cinnamon? Oh, yeah. wait, Allie, we have to rate Pillsbury. Where do you rate Pillsbury cinnamon rolls? I like very rarely make cinnamon rolls at home. So I, I'm not, I cannot speak to that. I can neither, that. I can neither confirm nor deny okay. that number. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. What about you? Um, when I'm at my lowest self, which during COVID, we call that a dip. <laughs> I make one canister and then I eat them all. Not in one sitting. I just like do one hour, basically. But they're so much better hot. So you have to do heat them up. You every cook time. them in the oven. No, I you... know, but like if you don't eat it oh, right away, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. depends on how desperate I am. Okay. I will say 80% of the time I do microwave it, just like 80% of the time I heat up my spaghetti. But there is that 20% window where I'm just like, F it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just too hungry and you're like, no. I don't fucking care. Also, no. is this is this piece of Tupperware uh, microwave safe? Like, I'm not willing to go through mm -mm, the hassle mm -mm. to find out. I guess, no. okay, let's play a little game. Would you rather eat uh, Cinnabon or do X? And I'm going to fill in some X's. Okay. okay. Would you rather eat a Cinnabon or make mm -hmm. out with your crush if, if say, you weren't engaged? Yep, uh, Cinnabon. Would you rather have a Cinnabon or and not gain weight? Okay, let's actually add a little parameter okay. to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to have a Cinnabon each day and not gain weight, wow. or you get an extra thousand dollars on your pay paycheck every month. Ooh, that is a close race. That is neck and neck. Oh, the, the here's my rationale: the paycheck eventually goes away because we, you move on to a job. <laughs> But Cinnabons never go away. And, oh, oh I'm so torn. Um, <laughs> I would, okay, I'll pick, I'll pick the additional $1,000 in salary, but I would be upset about it. Like, I'd need some time to grieve, you know? Yeah, well, you're all entitled to your own grief process. Okay, wait, Ali, I have some for you. Thanks. Would you rather eat Cinnabon or the chocolate chip cookies from Soho House? Cinnabon. Okay, that was immediate. Okay, would you rather have Cinnabon once? No, you could eat it for se only seven. No, okay, good. take that, <laughs> rewind or back. You can have Cinnabon during the weekdays and you won't gain weight. If you eat them on the weekend, it's a free-for-all. Or would you rather meet your celebrity crush and go on a dinner date with them at a nice restaurant? Does anything get to happen and am I married? Okay, you're not married because Devin, he listens, Stilo in the house. You you guys are very much married. Oh my gosh, Mazel, you just celebrated your one year and we haven't done a podcast since. Thank you so much. Oh my much. gosh, we need to go over those gifts in a second. Anywho, you're not married and you're not going to like catch a case. Okay, well, I guess it depends on next steps. Do okay. I get to date him forever? 
or no? Like it's very much just one day. It's like one day. How okay. about it? Fuck that. Stick up on all the way. <laughs> what would it have took for you to change your mind on this scenario? Well, if I'm obsessed with song, so who's this going to be? Are we talking Jamie Dornan? Are we talking Ashton mm-hmm. Kutcher? Like one of my mm-hmm. top crushes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still don't think any guy is worth it. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe, I'm sorry. maybe my husband, if like push came to shove, but uh, yeah. no one's really holding. Like this is not a court of law, and this I don't. This is not, and we did not <laughs> swear in to tell the truth. Nothing but the truth. So help us God. <laughs> but you know? I'd rather basically have anything with a cinnabon and not gain weight than anything else. No, I, I completely agree. Or I guess what we should be saying: it's less about the weight and more that like my arteries aren't going to deteriorate. Exactly. My like my, my health would not just implode yeah. and I would still live hopefully yeah. a long, relatively happy life. <laughs> Ooh, wait, I have one more for you. Would you rather get a thousand dollars added to each paycheck a month, but you can never eat sugar fish ever again? Well, so that's actually a really interesting question, Hope, because sugar fish is my favorite sushi restaurant but they don't have it in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So you have to think like logistics. Yeah. I would rather have money because because they don't have it here. If you said that they're in this fake in this fake yep. thing, there was one here, then yeah. I'd rather give up the money. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. happiness, you can't put a price on happiness. No. <laughs> and you definitely can't put a price on uh albacore that melts in your mouth except you kind of, you actually kind of could put a price because it's no. pretty it's pretty expensive it is pretty expensive and if you're not from la or new york i don't know if they have other locations sugar fish is like creme de la creme sushi like they don't even let you have sauces because they're like you won't need it and it's that's- not even that expensive it's just no. so incredible mm-hmm. i'm obsessed yeah, I pick it over everything. I actually think that if you were to put Cinnabon next to Sugarfish all day, er day, I'd be eating that nigiri, you know? Wow. Yeah. There you go. But you have to be cautious of mercury poisoning, LOL. <laughs> A real concern. I like the game of would you rather. Is there any, it's always like food related though, because yeah. those are the only things that make us happy. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Would you rather have boogers in your nose, but they don't fall out or like once every three months you shit yourself. (laughs) I mean, boogers don't like fall out. Right. But what do you you mean? You know, they're in your nose. Like it's not like, I happen to be like a very snotty girl. I just (laughs) always have boogers and they're always showing and I'm always unaware. But Devin tells me, he's like, dude, you need to like, either do something about that or like wax your nose because you just have a hairy nose that is a home to boogers. Um, I think, I don't know. I already have the boogers. So I guess I'd rather do that than shit my pants. You wait. I mean, uh, for me, it's tough. I am comfortable with shitting my pants. So I feel like I'm, I'm uniquely, um, capable of that. I think I shit my pants. I mean, okay, limits. I don't shit myself in public. Like, it's not like I'm out with my friends and I, like, take a shit. And I have to have access to a bathroom, like, the moment it happens. Like, I'm not sitting in it. I'm not, like, a baby. You know what? That is disgusting that you chose that over boogers. You're a sick, sick. No, you know why? Because 
there's nothing more mortifying when someone tells you you have a booger in your nose. What are your thoughts on that? Like I am the go-to per well, I did tell you about a situation the other day where I didn't tell someone they had a booger and it was like, they kept touching it. I kept thinking like, you're about to get it. it. I couldn't focus the whole lunch. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we were with other people and I wasn't that close with this person enough to embarrass them in front of a group. And there was no, because of like, because of the situation, there was no like me turn to the side and like slyly tell this person. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I was in a lose-lose situation. I didn't tell him and it was disgusting because I was unappetized the entire time. There is nothing worse. Our our team has a saying, if you see something, say something. And and that's kind of how we roll. But I agree. Like, I wouldn't do it in the middle of a client presentation. Like, I would be like, can you please stop? You have a booger in your nose. But <laughs> you have a, a massive uh, bloody booger. Or like, okay, well, there's also food in the teeth. I mean, I always tell someone that because I yes. feel less awkward for some reason than yeah. a booger. Yeah. I think there's less shame in having food stuck in your mouth versus like, I don't know, having a booger. It, I don't it know. definitely has to do with shame. And I don't know why, because that's a bodily function, but yeah. Oh, also as a tangent, I was on Instagram and it, it was like, I forget who it was, was promoting like period awareness. And they were saying like, <laughs> which is the, the segue is that this idea of comfortability. So like the fact that we have so many nicknames, like we have like the flow, the crimson wave, you know, shark week. Um, I have never ever heard any of those. Really? I mean, I guess I've heard someone say like flow, but do you (laughs) say, hello, I have uh, the crimson wave. (laughs) No, when I was in college, we used to call it shark week, but like everyone knew, like, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I have shark week and no one knew what that was. But I was just thinking like, why? Well, you, I guess you are the exception to the rule, but like, why are we so uncomfortable with just saying I'm on my period? I mean, I feel uncomfortable buying tampons and that's, yeah. it all, also, can we talk about the pink tax? Oh my, you gotta, you gotta give the context of how we saw it. We went to this exhibit the other night where each room was, how do you explain it? Like each room highlighted something about women's rights and mm-hmm. about like the lack yeah. of uh, equality when it comes to women's rights. And so yeah. one of the rooms was about the pink tax. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the exact number, which would be come very handy right now if I paid that much attention, <laughs> but we are paying a premium just for women products. So yeah. we are getting charged as though like tampons are a luxury item. Yeah. When in reality, they are quite literally a necessity. I know. Well, and what's so annoying is tampons, like you don't usually have a, like a comparison for guys, Lada, but when you compare like a blue razor to a pink razor or like a blue mouse to a pink mouse, it's, it's effing ridiculous. Right. No, it's like actually a real thing that anything that is made for a girl, like Hope just said, a pink, a pink notebook, like yep. costs more than just a standard notebook. And yeah. we've been paying so much more while we also make so much less. So you know what, F you pay us. (laughs) Please pay us for the pink tax. If if nothing else, I did not budget for that. I have to say that I added a photo from the exhibit that says F you pay us. Like there was a sign that said that. And just to tie this back to the beginning of the podcast when I mentioned Mm -hmm. my maternity shorts, more than one person thought that the picture said FUPA us. Because it said what? it said it said the letter F, then yep. U, then yep. 
P-A-Y-S. And it straight up looked like FUPAIS. (laughs) So from our FUPAs to yours, uh, you know what? We deserve more money. We shouldn't be paying for that pink tax. And uh, is that all she wrote? That's all she wrote. We love you, babes. If you like the podcast, let us know because then we won't ghost you. Uh, We just need to know that someone's listening. Ooh, we have a dinner. Please leave us a review. (laughs) Please leave us a review. We'll love you forever. Okay, ladies, grab your fupas and have a great freaking day.